Blog Talk Radio. Not just ladies first, but the woman first. We're so glad that they're on the chill and the tune in. One more again to we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. This year the Queen Quet head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad they're on the chill and tuning in to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. We would keep upliftment to the living legacy and to pay ancestral homage. So this evening, we want to pay homage to all that woman and things like that, women leaders, all for the black community, all the sheroes uh, that we, nobody knows. Sometimes we don't yet their name and things like that, but we remember them right here. All the same. So we're so glad that Hunter taught him not robbery, but joined we, punt we show, Gullah Geechee, Rhythm Radio. So let me take a moment of silence for all them ancestors who been black women leaders, who stand up for we, but make sure we get to the day. We are going to be free. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. So glad that Hunter Chillin joined in with me. As you couldn't think of another song that would have been more appropriate to open up this month, that we consider Black Her Story Month, Women's Her Story Month. So we give honor. 
to all the women out there listening around the world. I read it was all the girl get you on and thing like that. It was so glad that I wanted to deal with y'all with me. Yes, yeah. I want to know who this shall be. This is the queen quit head from the body of the girl get you nation. So glad if a day right to it on the chilling one more again. Ah, for last weekend, cry. We had a time in Georgetown. We had a time right there upon school for the Gully Geechee Black Gold Ball. Thank you, thank you to all the hundred children who would buy a ticket even if we couldn't make them. We had good fundraiser and things like that. But Redder was them who would stay on the dance floor with me. We had folks who dated from Tennessee, Charlotte, North Kakalaki, Chucktown, Centelna, Ladies Island, Beaufort. We had them from all around. So thank you, thank you for coming and things like that. And then in Georgetown, the family showed up, showed out all from up there, King's Tree, all up in Horry County, all through Georgetown County, Williamsburg County, Beaufort County, Charleston County, they've been an abundant. So we're so glad that all the Hunter Chillin' we did it. And bring some of the Lily Chillin' with you and things like that. But truly a good Gullagichi family day. Now, most of Hunter Chillin' might not know, but this year, the Gullah Geechee Volunteer Month. So let me start with that and thing like that. And I'm going to crack my teeth the other rest of the week because the other rest of the children will be the kind. Damn, Santa said all told. So let me go to the other rest of the week. So let me talk like this because a lot of my listeners who come for Gullah Geechee Volunteer Month, they're not familiar with the Gullah language, but they want to come and make sure that our culture and our traditions, our heritage, remain on these sea islands. So they come and they help us with a number of different types of projects every March. So this is officially Gullah Geechee Volunteer Month. If you are interested in signing up to work with the sponsors of this show, Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, that is Gullah net, on the Internet, G-U-L-L-A-H, G-E-E-C-H-E-E, ain't no I in Geechee if it a we, all right? So net is the website. You can go there and you can actually see some of the images from previous Gullah Geechee Volunteer Months. And so we have this entire month where people come here to the Gullah Geechee Nation from all over, mostly students, but also people who are members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition and other civic organizations come together primarily on St. Helena Island to do everything from environmental projects to working in the Gullah Geechee Al-Kebulan archives, working at our sister center, the St. Helena Branch Library, helping with seniors' homes and various things. And so we have a plethora of folks that will be coming on in this weekend coming because we will start off with our Coastal Cultures Conference. If you did not register already, registration for this year has closed now. But we thank everybody who has registered already. And if you want to come and join in with the volunteers, we start off with orientation on Monday with the Gullah Root Experience Tour. So you can email our office for more details, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com is the way to reach us to find out what kind of projects we're working on, how you can be a part of those projects, and how that's going to benefit the Gullah Geechee Nation as a whole. Now, one of the things that we do throughout the time that we're here is we do interactive service learning and what they call transformational learning projects. Well, we're blessed because this is also the 10th anniversary of the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association. It's going to be next week on March the 10th, and so we want to salute everybody who's a member of the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association, and you can find out more about us at gullahgeecheefishing.net. What else do we have about a net, right? gullahgeecheefishing.net. And so you can find out more about what we're doing, things like that, if we're all up on the we sustenance, okay, and subsistence, fishing techniques, and things like that. So you can come out next Monday, March the 9th at 5 p.m., and I will be premiering one of the two new documentary series that I'm releasing this year, so Gullah Geechee Gwine Fishing. We are going to be showing a part of it during our Coastal Cultures Conference on Saturday, and we're going to be showing a part of it also on next Monday at 5 p.m. at the St. Helena Branch Library. And so members of the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association will be right there in the building, and we want to have a bless-up time and things like that. So we hope that you will be there to join us. There's no admission, but you can definitely come and become members and also make donations. And so 
We definitely are looking forward to seeing a lot of you and you joining us to see just what we do. So it's definitely going to be a blessing next Monday, and that is going to be one of the things that many of the groups of students that are coming to participate in activities throughout all of next week will be a part of as well. So there will be a lot of nice networking, a lot of fun, a lot of engagement happening next Monday right here on Historic St. Helena Island. Now, that's next week. But I didn't even get through this week yet. This coming Wednesday, when we're talking about Black Her Story Month, it is a blessing because a number of different organizations and institutions are here. They are going to be hosting me this month in different parts of South Carolina, and then I have some international trips that I'm making this month as well. And so one of the ones that you all can come out and support will be 6 p.m. on this coming Wednesday, March the 4th at Penn Center. They have the Charlotte Fortin Book Club. If you don't know who Charlotte Fortin is, she was the first teacher of African descent at Penn School. And Penn School is the first trade agricultural, and normal school for freedmen that ever existed in America. And that is on my home island, historic St. Helena Island. And so there is a book club that honors Charlotte Fortin. So I was very happy that they chose me to be one of their authors to be featured this year. And so we'll be celebrating the release of my Gullah Geechee novel duet at the historic Penn campus this coming Wednesday, March the 4th at 6 p.m. You can go to Eventbrite and download passes for free and then come on out for Join Week. And then on Friday, March the 20th at noon, I will be at the South Carolina State Library. Many of you came up there some time back and supported me when we did the Shadows of Gullah Geechee exhibition there, and I was a featured speaker to close out that exhibit. Well, I'm going to be going back to do a special lunchtime autographing ceremony and presentation there on March the 20th. So once again, if you go to Eventbrite and put in Queen Quet, South Carolina State Library, and that's in Columbia, South Carolina, that will be on Friday, March the 20th at noon. But I will be right up on Centelna this week, 6 p.m., March the 4th, at Penn Center. Now, we also have the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association continuing its anniversary celebration with a Gullah Geechee Family Day at the Port Royal Sound Maritime Center. And for them who were there from right and view for the thing like that, that, that thing to the foot of Kalawasi Bridge. Okay, then. So now that will be on Saturday, March the 21st from noon to 3. We'll have food from Chucktown Mobile Seafood. If you all want raw seafood, there is a seafood company right there at that Maritime Center as well that you can purchase from. The Gullah Geechee Fishing Association will be there. Anastasia Ketchens will be there. Myself will all be presenting, and artist Quadre Stuckey will also be presenting his artwork, just as he and I just did at Gullah Geechee Family Day last Saturday in Georgetown. We want to thank the Rodriguez family so much for welcoming us to the Gullah Museum there in Georgetown. That was the first time we did an official activity in the museum. We usually go there and support the museum and always include them in what we're doing when we're up that side. But we're so happy that we had that opportunity and thank everyone who came out and bought all the books, not just the new novels, but people bought history books, people bought the children's books that are brand new, they bought artwork, and they bought a lot of the other history books that were there at the Gullah Museum gift shop as well. So please continue. This is hashtag Gullah Geechee 2020, seeing we coach you more clearly, and so that's why we're having all of these events to celebrate our legacy. Now part of our story is the fact that myself, and who is now in the realm of our Gullah Geechee sacred ancestors, the beach lady, Marvin Betch. Both were recipients of the Black Her Story Award. The Black Her Story movement started up in Atlanta, Georgia. There was a Black Her Story organization for many, many years. They honored a number of different black women that they thought were leaving a living legacy that were doing things that were uplifting for our community and as women. And so I was very happy to have received that award, and so was the Beach Lady. They no longer do that 
award ceremonies, to my knowledge. But I still celebrate March as Black Her Story Month as well as Women's Her Story Month. And so many people may not realize it still that there is such a celebration of women, but every March is Women's History Month, others say in America. I say Women's Her Story Month here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And so many don't realize that this exists, but it does. And it has existed since 1987. In fact, on March the 12th, there was public law number 100-09 in 1987 that officially designated the entire month of March as Women's History Month. There was a group called the National Women's History Project that petitioned Congress to establish the month, and they were successful in doing that. Well, we know, like with all other things, well, that's great that we celebrate a particular gender, but then people were missing telling the stories of black women and what they achieved, what they accomplished, what they had to overcome. Because even when you talk about the right to vote, like many people in South Carolina voted in the Democratic primary last Saturday, what people don't realize is that even when you initially talk about the initial Civil Rights Acts of the U.S., that how many of them there were, number one, that there were four. And then when you start talking about the Voting Rights Act and the what granted black men the right to vote didn't automatically grant women the right to vote. Women had to fight for something called women's suffrage. So folks like Sojourner Truth were key in going around making speeches like Ain't I a Woman so that people respected that women also have things they bring into the room and bring to the table and bring to the forefront. And, in fact, we bring life in the world. And so, therefore, why is it that others should continue for decades and eons and eons to dictate what women ought to be doing? Why not celebrate who we be and things like that by voting for who we want, having us have a voice in the vote? So when white women started voting and working on women's suffrage, eventually black women got into fighting for women's suffrage. But then when we have this whole amalgamation of one month of celebrating women, we also then still found that we needed to have our own celebration of black her story in the midst of women's her story month in order for people to recognize that there are black women who have set many precedents across the world and are still doing so. And that's so critical at a time such as this in the world where there's a lot of first women to be leaders in the world. When I go to the United Nations, a lot of countries for the first time are electing women in political positions because of, you know, straight-out sexism, you know, gender discrimination that has happened for eons. And so gradually that's changing, and as it does, I pray that people will continue to celebrate this month and celebrate it in ways that are uplifting to the women in your life. It may not be putting on an entire banquet or luncheon or something of that nature, but just simply coming into the office and thanking the women there for the work that they do and the labor that they put in. It may be thanking the women in your household for the things that they do that are uplifting, that help to benefit the entire family, that help to benefit the community. It may be going to some of the elder women in your community and doing oral history interviews with them and just showing them that you appreciate what they went through so that life might be different for you and, God willing, better for you that they went through a lot of changes, a lot of discrimination as women, and we still do, um, that there are still economic disparities where men make a considerable amount more money than women do. And so here it is that we need to balance things out, and part of being able to do that is uniting and celebrating one another and standing up together, and especially I'm speaking to women now as opposed to being catty when some other woman is someone that looks different than you or she articulates things differently than you do. She's not of your same 
tone if you're a person of African descent. So now you start bad-mouthing her and calling her out of her name before she gets to even open her mouth. All she do is step in the room. That hatred needs to stop. It needs to cease from existence on the earth, period. You need to definitely, if you have nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. Don't sit there and have a little coffee, clutch a little chicken clutch over in the corner, you know, with a few of your mean, evil friends that are just trying to dog out other women. Women need to uplift one another. If it's as simple as telling the sister, hey, that's a nice hairdo, or that's a beautiful color on you, or I like the way you did your makeup today, or anything like that, even if it's tucking a tag in, you know, sometimes that helps to just show that you care as opposed to spewing out hatred. So it's difficult to talk to men about a Me Too movement while women are being violent with one another, where you're emotionally violent, you're verbally violent, you're physically violent. It's very difficult to just say to men, oh, you shouldn't treat women this way, and then they can turn around throwing your face for how about the way that you're doing this other female, and why are you taking your earrings out and, and kicking your shoes off, what you doing? You see, now you might say, oh, but that's an even fight, but should you be fighting at all? Because, see, we weren't raised to behave in that manner. So when we start talking about celebrating, celebrating her story, I'm not looking for us just to celebrate all stories because they are attached to females. We need to have some standards, and we need to uphold those standards, and we need to be ladies just because uh, all ladies are women and all ladies are female, all females are women, ladies. And some of y'all don't even go by that term anymore. You prefer to be called bees. So bees have dogs that they lay with. And so when you get treated a certain way or get fleas, you can't be upset with other folks. What are the standards that you put forth and what kind of respect do you command when you do step in that room where I'm saying that others ought to compliment you? But how complimentary are you when you step in the door? So when we celebrate times like this with Black Her Story, it's about the legacy of women who have done some things that carried themselves with dignity, carried themselves with respect, carried themselves with honor in a way that someone's daughter shouldn't be ashamed to emulate them, to learn from them, to want to grow in more knowledge because they present themselves as women of respect and of wisdom. And so everybody ain't Harry Tubman. Everybody don't carry the spirit of Harry Tubman, and that's not the only person in Black Her Story to celebrate. Many of them are still amongst us. Some of them we're just learning about now. And interestingly enough, films are just coming out about many of them, and fortunately we have a lot of black filmmakers now who are even doing independent films and getting opportunities because there's so much media now. There's the theater, there's the Netflix, there's the Dish Network, there's the HBO, there's the Showtime, there's all these things that people are able to do as well as YouTube to get their information out here, the DVDs, the live streaming, the, all of these ways that the stories can get out. And one of the blessings that we've had about getting the story out has been this advent of social media and the use of it in the Gullah Geechee Nation. It was a blessing on Saturday at Gullah Geechee Family Day at the Georgetown Gullah Museum to have Sister Rodriguez there, but then to have these other sisters from Georgetown show up, and in particular Sister Patricia say, well, yeah, I'm getting your books and you don't mind because I'm about to promote them on Facebook and through my social media. Of course not, because the more we promote one another, the more we have success together as a nation, as black women. The week before, when we were on Jekyll Island, Sister Jerry of Vintage Fixing Cosmetics, she came on and came rushing from a commercial to the event to go back to finish shooting a commercial. And she was there also to make sure that once she obtained the books, she was going to go back and do a broadcast on her live stream that she does each week to promote the products and to tell people to come out and support the work that we're doing in the Gullah Geechee Nation because both of these sisters are native Gullah Geechee women. So we really appreciate them and we appreciate all the other sisters who realize there is no competition. There's no competition in our culture. We don't we be anything like that. 
We the family. Hunter to me. I the hunter. You know what I'm saying? We know who we be. We be going to get your ninety people. God ain't just night me. God night all we. So that's the thing. As we have to learn to celebrate together, we have to learn to stand up together. And if we don't stand up for something, we'll fall for anything. So it's a blessing to work with wonderful, power-filled Gullah Geechee Native women over decades now. I mean, just one after the next. When I talk about the beach lady, anytime she told us, she said, when I'm gone, if you see a butterfly, that is me. I'm coming back as a butterfly. And just about every time that I've been to American Beach down in the southern part of the Gullah Geechee Nation in Florida, and I, I see a butterfly, and I'm like, oh, hi, Beach Lady. I know it's you. You're still out here on the beach, huh? And so we're talking about someone who stood up for the environment, stood up to make sure that Nana, which is the sand dune at American Beach, was protected. No destructioners came and built on her or into her because she knew that that very sand was sacred, that she had buried her great-grandpa, Abraham Lincoln Lewis, who was the founder of the Afro, as it's called, is the Afro-American Life Insurance Company, the first insurance company, not just the first black, but the first insurance company to ever exist in the state of Florida. He founded, and he and his partners founded American Beach so that there would be a place and a space for our people well, as Marvine grew up with her great-grandfather, she would have times where she would bury him in the healing sands of Nana, the sand dune. It mothered them as a family. It healed them as a family. And she wanted to ensure that Nana would be there to heal future generations. So she fought for this place to be protected and to be put into historic designation there are markers, there are streets that are named for all of the different people that helped found the Afro. And I was there when the National Park Service came to say that they would be the ones to continue to maintain Nana forever, but that the deed was still part of the American Beach community. And so if you ever go down to the American Beach Museum, you can actually see Beach Lady's hair. She has six-foot-long dreadlocks. She had one big long lock because she intended to be in the Guinness World Book of Records for her hair and she thought it was very upsetting that they told her she could not be in it but uh, some Indian person got in it and she said but that's not fair because they, they're saying his hair is longer than mine but his hair is straight and they're not accounting for the curl and with our hair as African people because our hair no doubt would have been twice as long as the guy that they did put in there. She also grew her fingernails to try to get in Guinness World Book of Records and so she's just one of many, many, many power-filled Gullah Geechee women that I got to know over the years, and then like folks like Mary Moutry, who stood up for, during the Charleston Hospital Workers' Strike during the Civil Rights Movement and fought for us. There's folks like Mama Seppi, who helped people to learn how to read during the Civil Rights Movement and helped to set up freedom schools for education so that we would not be disenfranchised, that our right to vote would not be revoked based on some nefarious acts that were taking place at polling places, like people charging poll taxes. Then after that, trying to tell folks they got to guess how many bubbles are in a bar of soap or asking them questions about the Constitution, questions that these people who were asking the questions couldn't even answer. So she helped to educate many people, even underneath the angel oak, that many of you who are supporters of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, you know that we fought to save the Angel Oak and we raised over $1 million in, a, in six weeks tops. We raised over $1 million to save the Angel Oak tree on Johns Island, South Kakalaki, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And when I went there to pour libation, and saw the image of Mama Seppi teaching children under that tree. It was like you could feel her energy still sitting there the day that we went there to say we'd won and we had the victory and we stopped destruction from being built on and around the angel oak tree. 
the angels definitely have been flapping their wings and protecting us all along the shore here. And so the journey continues in terms of walking this pathway that's been shouted out and that has been directed by so many that are now in the ancestral realm, many of our great-great-grandmothers and great-grandmothers who went from chattel enslavement over the first generation, born right after Big Shoot, and that then and left back here land and left back here legacy, left abilities such as sowing sweetgrass baskets or sewing quilts and knowing family recipes and all of these things, you know, it is an honor and to know proverbial statements because they said them to their children, their children said them to the next generation, those children said them to our generation, we now say them to our children, and now we even have the ability, like I'm doing tonight, to use technology to spread that knowledge, their wisdom, the understanding even further and to reconnect much of the Gullah Geechee diaspora because they gave us the voice and the power and the energy, and these were always women of faith that they prayed. That song says somebody prayed for me, had me on their mind, took the time and prayed for me. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed. I'm so glad they prayed for me. And there's a verse that my mother prayed for me. I'm so glad she prayed for me, all right? So that's the thing. Those mothers prayed for many of us who they never got to see. We weren't even on earth yet. We weren't in the earth realm when they were. But they prayed for this generation. They prayed for us to be out of enslavement. They prayed for us to hold on to the land that they saved up pennies and nickels and dimes to buy and then to pay their taxes on the same land that much of the placenta that the midwives cut when they cut the navel string and pulled the placenta forward that they would dry and bury it. The things that's in the ground right here, the literal blood, sweat, and the tears that went into this, they wanted us to hold on to it because it is sacred. It's not called Mother Earth for nothing. This wound puts forth nurturing, and if we take care of Mother Earth, Mother Earth would take care of us. And so these are things that our foremothers as Gullah Geechis, our foremothers as women of African descent did that we need to hold on to. This microwave generation is going to find out anything fast don't last. And so you need to find things that you can sustain yourself doing, and they will sustain you. And so I'm telling you, it's tried and true. And so those types of things take time. They take patience. They take wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. So get wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. So get wisdom. But in all thy get, get understanding. So when it comes down to this time of year, just like we just came out of Black History Month, I take the time to overstand where we are now and to reflect on the things that women who came before me did versus what we need to do today and start to then journal and start to put down a pathway going forward. And I know for me, writing comes easily. And I thought writing and reading was that way for everyone until a lot of people told me to direct out. And so... I also think in a clear, organized fashion. That's me. I'm an organizer. And so I know that there are a lot of sisters, though, who struggle with that, who struggle with focus, who struggle with the ability to really chart out a path and then stay focused on it to achieve it because it can be discouraging, especially if you think you're going down a pathway where nobody else is going. Well, freedom is a road seldom traveled by the multitude. Freedom is a road seldom traveled by the multitude. So you have to be willing to be free. And if you're not willing to be free, this conversation ain't for you. So if you got to follow the pack all the time, then freedom is probably not what you're really looking for. Now, I'm not saying you don't have a support system, but you, if you're a woman of vision, you want to be around other visionaries. So if your eye ever gets scale on it again or there's a little cloud in your vision that somebody can recognize it right away and say, hey, you know, you might need to clear your eyes out, okay? 
not a bunch of people who are completely blind. They can't see anything, and they're telling you that what you see can't happen. That's not where you want to be. So this is a prime month to really do some self-reflection and self-healing. But you only do self-healing if you do self-assessment. Now, if you stand there in the mirror lying to yourself while you add literal makeup on, and you don't want to deal with who that person really is with no makeup or anything, then I ain't talking to you either because you're not at the point that I'm talking about. So here it is that when you can truly come to terms with the fact that you need to do self-assessment is where we are. And I think as Black Her Story Month progresses, we could do that much more as black women together if we truly support one another in doing some self-reflection and doing some upliftment of all of us. Because the stronger you are, the stronger I am. Iron, sharpen iron. So here it is that you have some wonderful things that are taking place this month that I think could be beneficial. Those who love to read, or if you say, well, I don't read a lot, well, start to read something that will inspire you. I have books out there that are about prosperity, that are about seeking purpose, and so you can go to gullahgeechee.biz to obtain those, gullahgeechee.biz, or if you come into any of the book signings, I have them as well. But you can also purchase a brand-new book that just came out that I took my time to read through Black History Month because it's a 28 soulful journey, and it's written by Sister Kat Nunafer. And God willing, before Black Her Story Month, Black Women's Her Story Month is over, that we will have an opportunity to have her here on the air to talk about her new book. But not only do you have the opportunity to talk about the book or hear us talk about the book, you can purchase the book. You can go to Amazon, 28 Days to a Soulful Life by Ketnu Nefer, N-E-F-E-R. You can purchase it there or you can go to a soulfultouch.com and you can purchase it directly from her online store. You can also obtain a copy when she hosts the Gullah Geechee Herbal Gathering. This will be the first Gullah Geechee Herbal Gathering that's going to take place at Fresh Future Farms, which is also run by a sister, Sister Jermaine, right up in North Charleston. That's going to happen starting at 9 a.m. on Saturday, March the 14th. So if you say, well, wait a minute, and I got a bunch of dates this month, yes. Saturday, March 7th is the Coastal Cultures Conference right here at St. Helena Island and Hunting Island. All right. Then on March the 14th, there will be the Gullah Geechee Herbal Gathering which will take place at Fresh Future Farms in North Charleston. And then on Saturday, March the 21st, we will have Gullah Geechee Family Day at the Port Royal Sound Maritime Center. So, yes, that's why I tell you my calendar is book solid, and I'll be out of the country for March the 28th. And right now, even our Gullah Geechee songstress, Gwen Vet, we wish her well, we wish her safe travels. She is en route to the U.K. She is going to be doing three cities again in the U.K. She's on a soul music tour over there. So if you follow at Gwen Vet Sings, at Gwen Vet Sings on Instagram and online, and you can go to gwenyvet.net gwenyvet.net, and you can keep up with the new songs that she's releasing and also the stops that are on her tour. In addition to that, another song native to the Gullah Geechee Nation that you all have heard here on Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio is Sister Latrice Bush. She's going to be back at the Atlanta Winery shortly, and she does a number of shows, but she's back in the area. She's not out of the country. So we kind of been swapping places here between the three of us, Latrice, Gwen, Yvette, and I. seems like when one is in the U.K., the other two are back here, or two over there in different countries, and one is back here. It seems like the three of us are moving these pieces around on the board, but we're definitely getting out there about who we are through songs, through our legacy, through our story in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And it's a blessing to have the opportunity to do that. And so I'm very happy that they are all having such great success with their careers. I'm very proud of Sister Ketnu for releasing her first book and for hosting this first Gullah Geechee Herbal 
conference. Another person who you've seen on Gullah Geechee TV, and if you don't subscribe, please do. Go to G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E dot TV, Gullah Geechee dot TV. If you have seen Dr. Jessica Berry on Gullah Geechee TV when we were down many moons ago now, down in Louisiana, she was still a student at Xavier University. She is now a professor at South Carolina State University. She just released the Little Gullah Geechee book, A Guide for the Kumya. All right? And so it's wonderful. Congratulations to her. She is going to be at the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival along with Quadri Stuckey, myself, Gwen Yvette, a whole plethora of folks going to be hitting the stage for this year's Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival. The first Saturday in August, we will be back in Charleston, South Kakalaki, right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation to keep up with the uh, role of folks and the, the activities. Go to Gullah Geechee Info. If Hona won't go, go on to Gullah Info. And once again, if you follow us, the Gullah Geechee Nation, or Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition, and all mobile productions on Eventbrite. If you follow, every time we post a new event, you will be alerted, and you can make sure to get passes and tickets and so on. So we got some other things getting lined up for this year, but we're about to do this, and as LL would say, doing it and doing it and doing it well. And so it has been a blessing already to have all these wonderful surprises with these sisters who I've mentored, who I get to talk with, spend time with, have watched them grow into the power-filled Gullah Omadeida and things like that. And so it's a blessing to know that they will leave something for the literary context for the future, that even when we're not here, that here it is, that here's a book, a self-help book for women to try to live a soulful life. Here is a book that a linguist, a native Gullah Geechee linguist, has released now about her own language, not about somebody else's language. And so that enters into the realm of the work that Lorenzo D'Alterna had done prior to that. And so we have such a wonderful plethora of young women coming up in industry, such as Olubusala Abena Moore, Tremaine Moore, who is the founder and proprietor of Naturally Geechee. She is rebranding Naturally Geechee products right now. You can go to naturallygeechee.com, naturallygeechee.com, to be able to purchase those products, but you can also come on out. And once again, if you were there on Jekyll Island, a number of people bought a lot of products and took them. And then also when folks were with us in Brunswick at Haven Sheffield, Hilks and the family bought a lot of products and took them with them as well. And so at this March 21st event, there will be more of those products. So definitely you all need to come on through, come on through to support. If you say, well, I'm out of town, well, just go to naturallygeechee.com. You can go to gullahgeechee.biz to order other books and CDs and DVDs and quilts and things made by Carol Lee Holmes. Brown Holmes Heritage Quilts are there. So there are a number of things that there are Gullah Geechee Oman and things like that at a Mecca and just a basket. So other rest of the thing we don't make too. So hundred children is not actually what them things plan at a time and things like that. You all the things say everybody just do this one thing and such a thing like that. Okay? More more did it. So you wanna just have a noise for actual. Okay. So a lot of times people just think we do sweet grass baskets and that's all. No, there's a lot more that we do. But you just never ask, so this is your opportunity. Definitely please support the family at gullahgeechee.biz and naturallygeechee.com or soulfultouch.com, and we will connect you to these various products. If you email us to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com, G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL. Dot com. And so I'm definitely looking forward to this week and celebrating Charlotte Fortin, celebrating a legacy of continuing literacy going on right on my home island, St. Helena Island, at a school, at Penn School. So being there with other folks who I know some are professors, including someone who I share the honor with, 
of being an Asala living legend, Dr. Najran Thomas, who is a professor at the University of South Carolina, Beaufort, and teaches black history, uh, Africana studies. And she was also there for our Gullah Geechee Black Gold Bowl, and we had an opportunity to celebrate as we usually do the anniversary of when we received that Living Legend Award. And so she will be right there Wednesday evening, 6 p.m. at Historic Penn School as the Charlotte Fortin Book Club welcomes me in to celebrate the release of my new Gullah Geechee novel duet with the books of We Journey and Gwine Home. And so it's been a blessing to be able to come back home but still fulfill a journey, fulfill a journey that started hundreds of years ago when African women were the first ones kidnapped from Al-Kabulan and enslaved in North America and chosen because they could do labor for hours, even past what the men did. That at first they handpicked the women because they saw their ability, their strength, but they also saw the opportunity for exploitation, that the children, their women bear the children. And so, therefore, if we steal them, we'll have others in the future because they'll give birth to them. Well, I'm thankful that our ancestors were strong enough to endure all of what they did to birth us into this time and into this moment, we can celebrate who we be and thing like that, and we can celebrate their legacy, and we celebrate who the Gullah Omanda, and we're so glad, and so thank you, thank you for all of them. And so definitely I'm looking forward to y'all coming out with sister friends, coming out with your mamas and your aunties to these events that we're having throughout the month that will celebrate who we be. Now there is a critical event that takes place every year around this time in Savannah, that we've taken a literal crying time and turned it into commemoration and celebration. So the weeping time, which is a horrible and horrific time, where hundreds of our people were sold in one day, considered to be the largest enslavement auction in all of America that took place during chattel enslavement happened in Savannah, Georgia, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. We were there last year to commemorate what is called the weeping time. They had the celebration of unity on Saturday and then the service, memorial service on Sunday. And this year, the weeping time unity festival will happen on this coming Saturday as well. So if you did not already register for the Coastal Cultures Conference, but you're going to be in the area and you say, well, I'd like to go to something else, please look up the Weeping Time Unity Festival. They have a beautiful poster. We've shared it on the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition's page on Facebook. Please go out and support the folks. Also, depending on what you got to do, you may still be able to catch some of what they're doing at the close of the Coastal Cultures Conference, depending on how fast y'all be burning up the road. All right, so that's an opportunity to, again, pay homage to many of our ancestors who unfortunately were literally sold, sold into bondage. But we are the souls that grew out of that bondage. And so that we are here to celebrate our survival, celebrate the DNA of strength that still runs through our veins. And so definitely we have a lot that we could talk about over the course of this month in terms of women's her story, but in particular black her story, and in particular Gullah Geechee Oman's legacy. And so we're going to have a couple more broadcasts this month. We will not be on the air next Monday, March the 9th, because we will be in celebration with the Gullah Geechee Fishing Association and with the release of my new documentary, Gwine Fishing. And so we will not be on the air on March 9th, but we will be back on the air following that later in the month, and we will have another broadcast. And like I say, God willing, we'll have some special guests some of whom I mentioned on the air tonight to talk about their new books and the things that they got going on 
But in the meantime, I just want to make sure that you all know that it is a blessing. If you are a sister out here and you have mental stability and you still have faith and you got a mind for freedom, look, y'all, get a hold upon them, y'all. It's going to bless the truth. And now y'all know how we do. In these last few minutes here on Gully Geechee Rhythm Radio, we want to open up the phone lines, and y'all might want to call in and pay tribute to some of the women in your lives, especially the Gully Geechee women in your lives who have continued to pour into your spirits and uplift you and to enlighten you. And so we're going to open up the lines right now to you if you want to call in, 347-324-3903, 347-324-3903. And also, y'all can continue to follow us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, at Gullah Geechee on Instagram, GullahGeecheeNation.com, and Gullah Geechee Nation on Facebook. That way you can keep up with the events that are coming up, all these things that are listed tonight. You'll find them already there. And you can also follow Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio on Facebook as well. And, again, that's G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E. Ain't no I in Geechee if it a we. So, yep, I already see that we have somebody here that y'all are familiar with, and, of course, I'm familiar with him, too, the one and only DJ Kwame Shah. I recognize that number, All Moment Productions. Amp, turn it up. This is our DJ, the Gullah Geechee Black Gold Ball. He put it down, y'all. If y'all missed it, y'all better get ready because the next time you might get a chance to him, it's going to be the Gullah Geechee Bike and Beauty in May. What's going on today, Brother Kwame Shah? Yeah, Amp is turning it up as usual, and Queen, you're doing the same thing, so... Definitely want to give shout-outs to you. We had a great time at the Black Gold Ball. Yeah. And uh, looking forward to more. And uh, just wanted to give a shout-out, you know, to uh, the women in my life. Uh, in particular, I want to give a shout-out to my mom. God bless her spirit. Yeah. She was definitely yeah. a very great inspiration and, and a great uh, contributor to the person I am today. And so I think everybody should start with their mother's in terms of, you right. know, giving props to the women in their lives because were it not for mother, you wouldn't be here. Let's make it plain. Thank you very so, much. Yes. Yes, yeah. indeed. And, and definitely props up to you, Queen, because you're well, always Well, hold on. Before you move on, hold on. Let me say this because, see, many of our listeners wouldn't know this, um, but folks who follow Gullah Geechee Nation and Gullah Geechee on Facebook, y'all may have noticed during Black History Month I did – a tribute to the sweethearts, uh, uh, the the sweethearts rhythms of jazz. They international were, sweethearts of rhythm. International yeah. sweetheart. Yes, the hit Kwame's mother was one of those ladies y'all saw. <laughs> so she was one of the ladies that y'all saw. Definitely in the videos that we posted of them when they were out here swinging, <laughs> okay, yes. and they were at their height. And then also when the Smithsonian honored them, and they have a star. Yes. Your mom has a star in Mississippi, right, on a walk yes, of fame? Yes, the, the, the star walk of frame in, in Meridian, Mississippi. Uh, my mom was there when they put the star in for her and, and, and Sweethearts of Rhythm. Uh, she was yes. also present for, the, as you said, the Smithsonian uh, uh, tribute. And um, because of that, the International Sweethearts of Rhythm are now recognized and has a, an exhibit in um, the uh, National Museum of African Museum. American History. Yes, and culture in Washington, mm-hmm. D.C. Yeah, yeah. So definitely, mm-hmm. if you all are going there, definitely, you know, pay tribute to them because, again, here is a living story. You know, Kwame's mom was a lifetime member of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that sponsors this show. And, you know, God bless the dead. I mean, she was there to support the Gullah Geechee Nation International Music and Movement Festival many moons ago mm-hmm. um, when we were starting mm-hmm. off early on with it in Charleston. And so she was right there to swing out. when We had a party in the in the cigar factory. <laughs> Everybody right, was chucked right. down on the Wedetta, right across the Hannibal. The thing like that, and so it's a blessing. So I didn't want you to just go go on without folks realizing as I'm celebrating here, Black her story. We could not skip over yeah. talking about your mom. Yes, definitely. But go ahead. Well, thank you. I definitely appreciate that. I'm sure she appreciates the accolades uh, 
And, uh, again, as I said, you know, yourself, your mom, you know, definitely on, on the forefront. Your mom is keeping all the traditions. She's still sewing quilts, still uh, John, you know, the coordinator, yeah. you know, and all the different fruits and veggies, you know. So, so the traditions are being kept alive through your mom, and, of course, you're keeping the traditions alive. You're, you're definitely on the forefront. And... Um, definitely showing, giving a living example of the power of woman and womanhood and the blessing that it is and the nurturing that it is to a nation. Truly appreciate that. Truly appreciate that because so many times, you know, brothers don't, they figure they zone out. Once Black History Month is over, they feel like, well, that's it. You know, and then they hmm. wait for football. You know, or, or yeah. focuses on, on whatever sport is being played now, but there's nothing else to celebrate, right? You know, but yes, that's why I think it's critical, you know, that people really understand that their Black Her Story Month doesn't mean just for women to celebrate. It's for everybody to celebrate. Right. Because you can't right. get here without your mom. Okay. Yeah. So definitely, yeah. yeah, I appreciate you calling in. We appreciate you um, being a sponsor last Friday night for the Gullah Geechee Black Gold Ball, which was a very successful fundraiser for the coming Heritage Days celebration, which happens in November at Penn. And so I guess we'll see you on Wednesday one more again at Penn um, as I yep, go there we'll for the book signing. Yeah, yes, so look forward to it. Yeah, so I appreciate you calling in for show. Appreciate it. All right, no problem, my sister. Yes, peace and blessings. Peace and blessings to you. Yeah, all the brothers out there that do tune into the show, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate all of you who share it and all the listeners around the world that definitely have put us in the six figures of listeners and that, I mean, just cover the gamut of folks. And I just love when you all email me and let me know you're in China and various other places, other states in the U.S. and all that, that you say how much you love the show and that you are adamant about following and tuning in so it makes me know that my work and living is not in vain and then having calls like this and knowing that you know people that you work with all the time are connected to other history makers and that you know and her story makers that their legacies are out here to celebrate but the only way these things get acknowledged is if we acknowledge them because we're the ones that know. So if there are women out there that you know are doing some hard work in your community, this is the month. Just give them some. If you if you print a certificate yourself, if you make something, a bouquet or a drawing or something, a piece of clothing for by hand and take it to them and just give it to them as a gift and just say, I appreciate you. I honor you. And especially, come on, black women, we can do this. Black men, you can do this. Just honor those folks that are amongst us. There's so many people that want to tear us down. It's going to be about us lifting us up. And so with the grace of God and the help of God, we the dear, we pin you, and we in the grind that we're tall, tall. So I definitely appreciate all y'all. Appreciate y'all for tuning in to We Show, Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. So thankful to all the members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that helped to keep us on the air. And I appreciate all the contacts from y'all on social media that just reach out to tell me how you enjoy the shows and to show that you care that we are on the air with We Show. Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. And so we definitely want you to stay tuned and to be a part of the continuing journey about who we be, right, your initial land, Gullah Geechee. So for all the hundred children who took the time to tune in with we, with Daddy Mo, but we legacy, I must say, tanky, tanky. Oh, but you know. Time does fly when you're having fun. So this your show, done, done. This is the Queen Quet Head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. Thank you, thank you for tuning in to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.